The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast brand new YouTube page. The hockey guys are giving away a hoodie to celebrate their new YouTube channel. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP to win a Hockey Gambling Podcast hoodie. Everybody. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast network. My name is Barney. Joined with our host here, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. Big, uh, big USA win today in the gold medal games. Uh, that's fantastic. With uh, like a six-two final, big brawl at the end. America's got to do a big blowing kisses to the crowd. You know, showing it up. Got to do a big there. I could have Gautier uh, ends the tournament tied for the lead there. So, you know, dead heat. So that's fine. But yeah, we, we got the gold medal. That's uh, that's all that matters. Oh, say did you see the U.S. winning gold at the <laughs> U-20? It was a great fucking call made by the HGP <laughs> with the parks fired at net. We did cash our bet. It gave proof to our friends that we are the best out there. Oh, say does that money we share fulfill <laughs> the accounts of both sharp and square. I missed the verse, but uh, that's good enough, right, boys? Let's oh, go. hell yeah, oh. it is. Let's go. These red rockets are flying through the air, and these red rockets are green, baby. That's awesome. Love that, Jolie. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm doing well. Um, I did not eat today. I, I started the rum drinking early with my, my sweat pouring out my out my pores. Um, yeah, so, so cheers. We got some good Jamaican rum here. I, honestly, I didn't do any research for Saturday's games. I made only a few bets. So we're, we're flying high. Uh, yeah, fine. I'm also, you know, really fucking hungry, but, uh, we'll, we'll deal with that after the show. Hell yeah. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, yeah. Congratulations to America. We'll, we'll jump into it in a little bit here and just touch on it, but, uh, that, that's awesome, dude. I think that a USA team is an absolute juggernaut and we all kind of saw that coming ahead of time, but hell yeah. Like Julie said, good on us for being awesome. You know, sometimes we got to give ourselves a little, you know, a tire pump, I guess. So hell Yeah. Um, I'm doing good. Yo, I've just been relaxing. I've had a day full of hockey here. Woke up early to catch that bronze medal game. Shout out Checky. I forget that done against the Finns. Big comeback. Won a lot of money on that one. And then, uh, yeah, USA just came and said, uh, fuck you, Sweden. We're going to be big dick swinging all the way to the land of the free, baby. And, you know, they took it over. That's awesome. Uh, after that, I've been catching up on some of the PWHL games. I've been watching some of them just to see, get some eyes on the product and stuff. And yeah, it's cool. It's hockey. So that's good um other than that i'm doing good boys we touched last night so we don't got to go into too much crazy shit let's get rocking and rolling here everybody go check out the sports gambling podcast network website that's the place to be tons of stuff going on in the world of sports obviously world juniors are over uh but we still got lots of nhl man we got a 12 game slate for tomorrow on saturday we're gonna get into that uh i think there's a couple nfl games tomorrow as well we got college football with the with the natty coming up i think on 
some Monday, not, not this Monday coming up. Is it this Monday coming up? It is, yep. it is. Holy shit, this Monday coming up, the Natty, so there's that going on. Tons of stuff in the world of sports, baseball, NBA. You can find all that information at the SGPN website. Be sure to go check it out. Uh, that's the place to be, baby. Listen to the other shows. Everyone's doing such a kick-ass job and read the articles. Be sure to check out Gilbert's Fantasy Hockey articles. He's pumping out. The guy's a killer. Uh, so that's a great way to kind of get a, a step ahead of the game when it comes to the fantasy hockey landscape. Uh, and of course, mention out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord was a blast today, dude. It's absolutely popping off. All the Americans are in there, just big dick swinging, you know, just shitting all over all of us Canadians, and as they should be, man. So, congrats to all of them. Uh, Discord's awesome, dude. So, if you're not in there, first of all, you're not making money. Second of all, if you want to get in there, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. Uh, we'll be sure to point you into the right direction, or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account, social media assistant producer. We'll get you going uh, where you need to go. Uh, or what you can do is uh, just go to the bank, baby. Because when you're going to the bank, you're going to see our boy, Jolie Meyer, just directing, depositing all that cash he made on the World Juniors right into his account, baby. And when he's in there, you know, counting his fitties, his hundreds, he'd be like, hey, Jolie, how do we get in the Discord? He'll be like, oh, wait a minute. Sorry, I got to count this uh, count this 50 stack here. I messed up. Uh, and then after that, he'll tell you how to get in the Discord. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't like seeing Americans winning, but if, if it wins me money, so be it. Rightfully so. Yeah, and uh, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel at Hockey Gaming Podcast. We're giving away a Hockey Gaming Podcast hoodie to one of our subscribers. So go to uh, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash HGP for all the information there. And make sure you are subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple or Spotify. Turn on those auto-downloads to get the episodes in your feed as soon as they are published. Hell yeah, man. Uh, keep in mind, we got that hoodie giveaway. That's going to be awesome. We'll be touching on that a little bit more. Giving away an HGP hoodie. We'll be touching on that. So that's sweet. Um, all right. We talked about our lockdowns and totals last show. Uh, so we will hold off on that. Um, boys, let's talk a little bit about this uh, this World Junior Championship gold medal game here, man. Uh, USA showed up. Dude. We talked about it yesterday saying we were all kind of leading a little bit towards Sweden. Um States put the biscuit in the basket. They made uh, they made Sweden's goaltending look a little bit uh, a little bit human, I suppose to say. Uh, but man, that that USA team is so fucking good. The firepower that was on that team. I think I saw like nine guys or something can return for next year's tournament in Ottawa too. So look out for that. That's going to be absolutely electric. Um, but yeah, and, and something I touched on the Discord too as well. Like when they were up, what was it like four two in the third period here. This team played unbelievable shutdown defensively, dude. Well, when, every time Sweden tried to break the puck in, USA was clogging the clogging the neutral zone. They were stepping up on puck carriers, just giving this this Sweden team nothing to deal with and nothing to work with. It, well, they didn't even have a chance to tie it. Once that four-minute double major penalty was taken, it was pretty much all over after that, dude. So uh, good on USA. Good on USA coaching. And, of course, good on USA players, man. They're the ones that, uh, that got the job done. Yeah, I mean, Sweden, we talked about it. They're a good defensive team, but once the USA took a lead, especially a two-goal lead, I, I didn't really think there was any any much of a chance for Sweden to come back. They get that that goal late in the second to, to well, make, make it a 3-2 game going into the third. But, yeah, I mean, USA, like you said, USA put it away there in the third period, could not convert on the power play, but played great defense to not allow them to score another goal. So, you know, uh, great performance by the USA, especially uh, – against that Sweden crowd enjoyed all those celebrations there yes. as well so yeah, uh, a well-earned uh, gold medal here for for uh, for team USA and Cutter Gauthier the uh top forward in the tournament so uh shout out my Flyers prospect hell yeah yeah the, the Swedes had a, a dominant first period I was a bit nervous going into that uh but then when the Americans cut the power play man they're so lethal with how much uh firepower they have offensively it's uh something to watch and yeah once they get that goal 
Um, the Americans, they like to play this transitional counterattacking game. So every time the Swedes tried to advance, like the, any kind of counter, like the Americans are looking deadly. So Americans, if they, if they have the lead, it's hard to stop them because you're going to have to give up chances, and, and this team will convert those chances, especially when uh, Havilid for the Swedes had his worst game of the tournament. He had a couple sloppy goals allowed. So yeah. uh, Augustine was fine on the other end for the Americans. And, yeah, the, the better team won at the end of the day. Uh, very different styles. Like The, the, the Swedes, they like to do the, the cycling, poor checking, possession play. And Americans just, just took them on the counter. And uh, at the end of the day, that's all they needed to do. And yeah, it, it also worked out for the Americans too. Like the big ice, it helps them because uh, they got all that speed, whatever. And um, like uh, the, the the American sized ice, the North American sized ice would help the teams like, like the Canadians who are more physical, big, and, and whatever. But uh, no, the big ice worked out for the Americans. And yeah, a very deserved win. Also, one more thing. Just a more philosophical point here. Like, I'll go into the tournament, we need a bunch of nerds talking about how oh, this is just a developmental tournament. Don't don't get so excited. Fuck that. You can see these guys, like, they're passionate, like, the whole tournament log. That's how the fucking Czechs were so excited to win the bronze medal, mm-hmm. let alone what happened at the end of this game where the Swedish is attacking the Americans because it means so much. So, fuck them. But the, the, the fans loved it. The, the, the kids love it. And that's all that matters. Like, uh, just fight for your country. You know, we, we talked about it before, especially without the Olympics to get behind. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the premier international tournament right now, even without the Russians involved. Uh, RIP to them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, fuck the nerds, man. They don't know shit about shit. No, 100%, dude. Like you touched on there, this tournament means so much to these goddamn players. We touched about it from a Canadian point of view. You grow up dreaming of this. Uh, America, I imagine it's the same thing, man. Like, this is everything to these kids growing up playing hockey, you know. Um, one of the things, too, that Ryan brought up that I do want to I do want to touch on as well, I loved those heel American teams just giving it to the fans. That's awesome, bro. You saw it was Augustine with the goalie just fucking pumping up the fans and shit in his own net, like uh, just going full-blown heel mode. That is sick, dude. I'm so here for that. And on the contrary, I am so here for Sweden at the end of the game when that game is lost, just fucking going for blood man i'm all for like dirty shit like that i do not care you can come at me saying oh it's dirty it's disrespectful sore loser all that bullshit no 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 man it's like joel just said this game means so much to these players and when you know that somebody already taken that away from you and you still have three minutes left to play if you're not going out for blood then you don't have like adequate passion in my you know my opinion so some people will hate that um but but literally it's it like Go for blood. Fuck it. You're taking this away from me. I'm going to make sure that you pick up your gold medal with a black eye and a bloody nose or something, man. So we're not done until I say we're done kind of thing, dude. So I got the utmost respect. Who was that Swedish kid? Was it, was it Janssen or Johansson or whatever? Johansson, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Didn't play all game or something. They put him out there and he just goes and mucks and grinds and shit. <laughs> I'm here for that, man. You can call me like barbarian. You can call me whatever. You can call, tell me, oh, go get therapy, all this shit. You know, get help. No, dude, that's the kind of hockey that I like to see. That's that's my type of game, dude. So I'm so happy that these kids still have it in them. That was awesome for sure. Yeah, that, that's great to see. And to Joel's point about like the whole development thing, I, I think like this tournament, you it shows you what players might like be better than you thought. Like you can't read into like a quote unquote bad performance, but like players can step up in this tournament, show that they can be like a two-way player or show their heart. Or also they show how they play in a winner go home scenario. And like NHL teams want to see that. So I think this tournament is is only good. You can you can take that from it for sure, man. Of course you can, but uh, like it, it, it's fed face value. It's a tournament they want to win, and then yes, you can see those things from a development point of view as well. It doesn't have to be so black and white, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's both. But for me, the priority is is winning for the country. 
Yeah. And it's good to get exposure. Like, uh, fuck, we did that deep dive on, like, you know, every, almost every team in the tournament. And if you're a fan of, fuck, I don't know, if, whoever team, dude, if you want to see, like, anybody in your in Chicago, they got a couple of players playing, it's good for you to get exposure on some of these kids that otherwise maybe you don't really get to see except for, like, rookie camps or things of that nature, man. So just good to get eyes on it, dude. Overall, it was an awesome tournament. And I think for the three of us, a very profitable tournament as well. So hell yeah. Any final comments on the World Juniors here, boys, as a whole? I know mean, we all had a lot of fun. Looking forward to next year. Canada retakes gold. Well, I made... I fucked up again. You know how sometimes I get really drunk and I buy shit and I don't realize it? Well, I, I got a notification saying your package will be here on, I think, like Monday or something. I'm like, what package? And I got look, and on Christmas Eve, when I got all boost up, I ordered a Fraser Minton Team Canada jersey. Let's go. <laughs> With the C on it and everything. And sure as shit, they don't make it through the quarters. So there's 300 bucks. I swear, half of half of Talon's wardrobe is stuff he bought when drunk. It <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. Whether it be concert merch, I like shit or whatever. Or stolen. Or, well, Argos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> don't come at me, MLSE. You got enough, though. Fuck off. Uh, but yeah, so when that gets here, I'll, I'll begrudgingly... Be sure to show it off. Um, all right, let's uh, let's pump out some ads here. Then let's all get right. into the slate. Uh, we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, who has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. No matter the sport, pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And, of course, we're giving away Hockey Game Podcast hoodie to celebrate our new YouTube channel. Go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash HGP to enter. Go at sportsgamingpodcast.com slash HGP. All right, real quickly here to our boy Dubs in the chat asking about today's games. We recorded a show last night, buddy. Go uh, go check that out where we gave our predictions. I think it's hovering around the 30-minute mark. We started making picks for the games tonight. So check that out and come back to this one. Um, all right. Yeah, well, actually, that's my I'm biggest on, bet. The Hurricanes, the, 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 the Devils puck line and Canes. Yeah, Devils puck line. I'm on Washington, though. I'm just gonna say, and then Winnipeg all day long. Um, all right, boys, we got a 12 game slate set for January 6th on Saturday here. Big day in America after a big win, boys. Be ready to rock and roll or what? Oh, yeah. Right on, man. Uh, first game on the docket here. We got the Calgary Flames against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in uh, Philadelphia here. Ryan, you going to this game or no? Uh, I'm not. I'm I'm on call for work tomorrow. So I'm okay, be, uh, watching Bummer. it from the couch. That's all good. Uh, anyways, Calgary on the money line sitting at minus 105. Philly on the money line at minus 115. The over-unders at six. Overpaying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Mr. Gilbert, why don't you kick us off on a hot note here, buddy? Your Flyers going to win this game or what? Uh, I'm I'm not too sure. I, I think you know. I think this is a, a good line here. Only minus one fifteen at home. Uh, the Flames are not good on the road. Eight nine and four on the road. This is a pick I'm here at some books, but yeah, the Flames have have won back to back road games three in a row, starting with that home game against the Flyers. That was a close game, back and forth a little bit four three. So yeah, I feel I feel like if I had to, if I had to bet this, I I go with my Flyers at minus one fifteen. But I'm not going to end up betting this game. Um, and then I I lean to the under six. And minus 115, especially if it's Markstrom and net, hopefully get a decent goalie game. But this is mostly a, a pass game for me and just hoping the Flyers can uh, turn it around a little bit. 
Yeah, no real feel for the side here. The the Flames continue to be a, a bogey team. I can't figure them out. Like, I just want to get off the bandwagon and they start winning games. Uh, I mean, they were, they were impressive against the Predators in the, in the previous game. I don't even think the Predators should have scored three goals. The, the Flames were that dominant. Uh, for that reason, I think the under six is, is the best look for this one. Uh, both goalies playing well, whether it's Arison or Carter Hart for the Flyers. Um, yeah, I like the under six here quite a bit. Uh, for the side, though, it's 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 uh, I can't make a make a play here. But both, I mean, the Flyers, they got, they got to pull it together. Come on, what's that? Five losses. You need them. Yeah, come on. We got the eight <laughs> one. Make the fucking playoffs and Tortorella win the Jack Adams. But uh, yeah, and and the Flames to miss the playoffs now. I'm pretty big on that too. So uh, hoping the Flyers win. But the only play for me would be the under. Uh, okay, here we just saw this game. What, what was it? New Year's New Year's Eve, I think it was. And I, who won that? I think. The Flames got like a Flames, one goal yeah. win or some shit. Like yeah, that. Calgary won four three. Okay, so um, yeah, interesting man. Like you guys talked about, this Flames team currently on a on a three game heater heading in here. The Flyers have lost four in a row. They do kind of got to get their shit together. Um, yeah, Calgary's looking good, dude. And Jacob Markstrom has been playing solid. His goals against average at two point six five point nine oh seven here. Uh, Julie touched on it. Whether it's Carter Hart or Samuel Arison and that, both of them have been uh, have been playing pretty well. So the under six is an awesome play at minus one fifteen. I think we're all kind of looking towards that. Um, in this game, though, man. I got to go with Calgary, dude. It looks like they're playing well. Things are starting to gel a little bit. This is a team with a bit of a bone to pick as well with all the shit that was kind of going on to start the season. So if they can go on a bit of a heater here, uh, heading off uh, heading off the Christmas break, and they can put together four or five, maybe six wins in a row, uh, this puts them in a, in a favorable position, almost maybe potentially gets them back in the hunt for playoffs in the West. Obviously, it's not as tight as what we see in the East here, but uh, if they want to have any chance of, uh, of making these playoffs, they better start getting their shit together, and it starts with putting up some wins. So... Uh, I'm going to put with the Calgary Flames minus 105 and then the under six minus 115. Uh, I think we're all over that as well. Uh, we, got a, we got a lively chat in here. I don't know if we want to respond to any of this. What uh, are they saying? I, I, I'm not. No, I'm looking, uh, you know, uh, shark wants Mac. me to talk about the NFL. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ignore ignore Shark. <laughs> I kind of want to talk about the NFL, though. We'll see how far we'll we get out of the uh, end. Yeah, Adam Mack asked if anyone saw the Jamal Myers and that Jennifer Trick on the Hartman Perfetti Bottom panel. Uh, we, we can't get that. We can't get Talon started on that here. We got 12 games tomorrow. So I've been pretty vocal here. about that on Twitter. We can maybe yeah, we'll talk about uh, that at then, the end. Then we, then we got Dubs asking if he can. Dubs, hit, hit me up on the side on Twitter at SOP. We'll see about an overlay or something there, but yeah, well, I, I feel like I feel like something on the, on that Hartman Perfetti stuff is something we can talk about next time we have like a small slate. We can go over like the the big hockey news recently. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just preface it with they're both right, Bottrell's right morally, uh, Jamal Mayers is right with everything that he said. That's how hockey works. Uh, we'll get into that later though, or another time. Uh, Whatever Bottrell said, I, don't, I have no idea what 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 happened between them, but she sucks. So I'm not surprised that uh, she's totally wrong. Oh lord, Joy, the Twitter heroes are going to be coming. You don't even have Twitter, so Ryan and I are just going to get absolutely torched because of that. Come on, bro. Like we got to be easy when we're giving our opinions when Jennifer Bottrell is involved. Or else we're all in trouble. Um, I respect her, and she is an Olympic gold medalist, future Hall of Famer. So that's all I will say about that. Um, Good thing her name doesn't rhyme with anything we can make a segment out of oh uh, well I, we oh, can uh, trust uh, you i can find stuff creative <laughs> uh, uh, all right let's keep this rolling here the 4 p.m time slot we have the florida panthers against the colorado avalanche here baby game itself is in colorado uh florida on the money line sitting at plus 114 colorado on the money line at minus 135 the over unders at six and a half over sitting at minus 105 the under minus 115 
Jolie, going to you here, bud. Uh, we got to battle a couple of Russians in the net with Gorgiev and Bobrowski. Which, uh, which Russian motherfucker is going to help win this game? Well, if you just look at the goaltenders, it's going to be the Panthers all the way. Uh, Bobrovsky's been playing elite. Gorgiev has been pretty uh, pretty average lately. Better than he was playing like uh, you know a few weeks ago or a month ago, but uh, he he's still struggling. Uh, Panthers, meanwhile, they're they're, they're just a, a defensive juggernaut now. Like they they're, they're holding teams to one or two goals every game. Even the the mighty Golden Knights um, last night. Uh, so yeah, I like I like the under six and a half here with, with the Panthers game. Of course, the Avalanche. They do get in uh, these high-scoring games, especially thanks to McKinnon. He's he's on an absolute tear right now, just scoring goals at will. Um, but still, I, I think the Panthers can control this one. Both teams coming off of uh, big wins. You know, Panthers getting the revenge sort of if regular season win against the team that you they beat and the, or they lost to in the, in the Stanley Cup Finals is is considered a, a revenge. But uh, it's still a big win for them. And the Avalanche, of course, uh, coming from behind. To beat the stars five four after trailing four to two in the third, um, so uh, no, no no really uh, situa- situational angle there, uh, but the line I still think favors favors the Panthers. You know, Avalanche are tough at home, great at home, only four losses all year, but the Panthers are just rolling right now, six wins in a row. Lean to the Panthers, but uh, stronger play for me would be the under six and a half. Yeah, uh, I like the cats here as dogs. We got cat dog game. We got the uh, the Joel Panthers doesn't here. know who cat dog is. Uh, it's, it's it's really it's really sad. Joel I know who cat dog is. It's sad. Cat dog, cat dog, little cat dog. All right, uh, <laughs> Panthers here plus one fourteen. You can still get them at, at better odds elsewhere. Plus one twenty five, plus one twenty eight. I think even at plus one one fourteen, it's a decent look. Don't have too much to add with, with what Joel said, but yeah, the Panthers have won what now six in a row, mm-hmm. three in a row, uh, four one finals. The Avs have pretty much struggled. I mean, scoring at the score wise, like since the break, they they lost to the Coyotes in overtime, beat the Blues by one, only beat the Sharks by two, and had those two comeback wins in overtime against the Islanders and Stars. So I think the Cats can uh, get it done here on the road. Um, I, I am I am wary about, about betting against the Avs at home, but I think the Cats mm-hmm. uh, can can get it done at plus one fourteen. I also do like that under six at minus one fifteen. This is going to be an awesome game at 4 p.m., dude. Like, collectively, these teams together are on a 10-game winning streak between the two. Florida's won their past six. Uh, Colorado's won their past four. Uh, so we got two teams that are kind of firing off here. Uh, Ryan touched on it a little bit there. Colorado's kind of been struggling maybe offensively a little bit since the Christmas break here. But they're finding ways to win games, man. And that's, like, like we always say, that's what it takes for good teams to be great. And this Colorado team is a great team. Uh, you brought it up too, dude. Their home record, 16-4-0 at home. Florida's been... You know, a little human on the road here, 12, 7, and 2. So, still an overall positive record. But I just can't bring myself to bet against the Avs here uh, at home. Uh, maybe altitude has something to do with that. I don't know, whatever it might be. But I, I really like them. I see Bowen Byram's out with a lower body injury as well. Um, so, that might kind of hurt the cause a little bit. But they still got some studs on the back end there in Colorado here. Uh, so, I'm going to be leaning towards the Avs minus 135 at home as far as over under in this game. Um,. Oh shit, dude! We just saw five-three final in. Uh, never mind, that was last year. So don't even fucking worry about that. <laughs> I'm leaning towards the over, man. I think we're going to see some goals here. Obviously, both goalies have been playing uh, pretty decent hockey. Bobrovsky's been an absolute killer. Gorgiev has a great record, but leaves a little bit to be desired. But uh, I think we're going to see a couple goals in this game, man. Maybe even some overtime, like a three-three going into OT or something. Um, so I'll be on the over in Colorado. Uh, okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the San Jose Sharks here. Game itself was in San Jose. 
Uh, Leafs on the money line sitting at minus 278. Sharks on the money line at plus 225. Uh, Leafs on the puck line at minus one and a half is paying off, minus 110. The over-unders at six. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100 here. Uh, this is going to be interesting to see who we get in goal for this game. A lot of people are saying, oh, you got to give Hill to be a game. You got to give Hill to be a game. I don't think they're going to. I think you're probably going to see Martin Jones coming in to play against his old team here uh, in San Jose. Uh, Jones has a pretty good record playing against California teams, man. He's been lighting the lamp uh, playing against any team in California. I think his record against the Ducks is something stupid, like 18-6-2 or whatever. So this guy likes being back to where he spent so much time between the Kings and the uh, and the Sharks. Leafs are an awesome team. Don't look now. The Sharks are on another 10-game losing streak. They suck again, which is crazy. It's like their second one of the year. Um People are float out the trap game, and I hate when everybody says trap game. It's not a thing, man. So maybe it is a thing, but I just hate the idea of it. Uh, so I'm going to take the Leafs here, dude. How do you bet them? Probably a team total is what I'm going to be looking at. We saw Lucas Dossel standing on his head for Anaheim here. I don't think we're going to see that for the Sharks when it comes to goaltending. Uh, and the boys are ready to just pop off. So uh, Austin Matthews has been going lights out. He had 13 shots on goal last game against Anaheim. That was nuts. Uh, so look- like over, over 20 shot attempts. Yeah literally like it's wild dude and everybody was buzzing that game marner had like six shots willie had like seven Tavares had five so i think uh i think shots on goal is going to be a decent look here for this team man so give me the matthews it's normally sitting at four and a half give me the willie probably at four and a half give me the marner give me the Tavares. let's rock and roll some shots give me these puck line and uh i don't really have a good look on the total man uh, i'm gonna say the under six a plus 100 here yeah, I think the under six plus one hundred is probably the best best bet here. Um, Martin Jones has been great in that. He's also confirmed for tomorrow, so he is, will yeah. be starting against his former team. He's been great, and the, the Leafs haven't been scoring that much. I know, I know, Dostal put up put up the wall against them last game. Was a back to back. Kings were a good defensive team, only scored three. So maybe this might be a chance for you know Leafs to go into San Jose and and see a, a not good defensive team with a bad goalie and really just pile the goals on. But uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I like the Leafs here on the puck line. That being only minus 110 is kind of surprising to me. So I like that. And then uh, I will take the under six at plus 100 as well. First of all, why the fuck is this game on at seven Eastern instead of I 10 agree. o'clock? Like, another, another favor to the Leafs. Uh, I, that's <laughs> the, bullshit. The, the yeah. Leafs fans don't have to stay up till 10 o'clock or whatever. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it, it's the Hockey Night in Canada game. I know. Well, the Sens Oilers is the only one at night. Like you got the the Canadians and the Rangers and the Canucks and the Devils at the same time, but the, the yeah. Leafs get priority as usual. But anyway, uh, we, we remember last year the Leafs had one point from the, the California swing. Um, they lost to the Ducks, I think, in overtime or shootout, and then the, the Kings and the Sharks as well. This time, I think that they they have that on their mind. They don't want to be embarrassed by these these shitty teams again. So normally, I wouldn't want to back the Leafs as a big favorite against a bad team. But in this case, I think they just they just stomp the sharks here. Sharks are just 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 so bad. Um, I know they, they they played a tough game against the Jets, but the Jets just just win these close games regardless. So I uh, you can't read too much into that. Um, yeah, Leafs Leafs by margin here minus one and a half minus one twelve would be the the look I have. Um, I can't trust the the total with with both these teams. I mean, honestly, I think I kind of like the over with uh, the the way the Leafs play. Lately, I mean, we're talking about Matthews, how dominant he's been offensively, and uh, we, we still can't trust them defensively. I know Martin Jones going against his old team. Maybe there's an angle there for an under, but I think the Sharks could pot of one or two. So I lean to the over, but a stronger player for me would be the least puck line. 
And keep in mind for Toronto too, man, they're one of those teams that's right in the mix when it comes to this playoff spot in the East, dude. Like it's getting pretty tight there. Yes, they have the third spot in the Atlantic looking pretty good uh, with games on hand against Tampa, but Detroit's still kind of kicking tires and they're hanging around that mix too. So uh, this team's all in on trying to get as many points and you, you can't be giving away two points to the Sharks. So yeah, fuck um, the Wings, man. Coming back against the Kings yesterday. That was I know that sucked, eh? <laughs> Uh, all right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. Interesting game of the Atlantic. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Boston Bruins game itself. It's in Boston in the gardens here. Uh, I've been watching Top Chef, and it's like one of the seasons, and they're in Boston. And oh my God, man, like, I'm so sick of these Boston accents. You guys, if you live in Boston, dude, you're a whole different type of fucking animal. It's absolutely insane. Um, okay, anyways, in this game, Tampa on the money line at plus 130. Bruins, uh, home favorites, a minus 155. Over under sitting at six, over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100 here. Uh, I love Boston in this game. I don't know what it is. Division records, they've been sweet this year 9 3 and 2, as opposed to Tampa's 4 3 and 3. You can put in the Jonas Johansson kind of asterisk on that if you want a little bit. Uh, but Bruins at home have been unreal, dude. 11-3-3 and and Tampa 8-11-2 on the road here. So if you're going to give me Boston minus 155, I'm going to be all over that play. Uh, and then as far as over-under in this game here, which Vassy are we going to get, bro? Like, the, I don't know. I want him to come into his own so badly here. And we're starting to see it a little bit from when once he first came back. His numbers are fine. 2.83 goals against average, a .902 save percentage. But this is arguably the best goalie in the world here, man. So uh, we got to see him start stepping up a little bit. Linus olmark has been awesome if he's getting the nod. Um, I don't know. I'm going to lean... I'm going to lean towards the under six of plus 100 here and just have a nice, hard, physical Atlantic hockey game between two teams that know how to play hard and physical, dude. So give me like a maybe like a 3-1 final here or a 4-1 final even or something and give me the Bruins. Uh, I like the Lightning here, actually. You know, they, they haven't been great on the road this season, 8-11-2, but I think this is when they you know have a chance to turn a corner going into 2024. They're under 500 if you look at just wins and losses, 19 wins and 21 losses. Five of them were in overtime, but... Still, and the Bruins have have not been impressive recently. A 6-5 loss against Pittsburgh at home. You know, one four straight before that, but they were against Buffalo, Detroit, and Columbus. So, like, that's not very impressive. And their, their expected goals for numbers are, are going down here. So, I think they're, they're, we're seeing the effects of them not having that depth, not having that, that center depth. Um, so, yeah, I got to go with the Lightning here as dogs plus 130. I think it should be a closer line. Uh, for the total, probably a, a lean to the under there, but uh, probably no no play on the total for me. Just the uh, Lightning as dogs at plus one thirty. Yeah, I lean to the the Lightning as well. We'll have to see if the Bruins get Patra back for this one coming back from Sweden. Um, rumor is that he's not going to be playing center so much. He might be uh, in a more of a winger role as he eases his way back into the lineup. Um, but regardless, I think that the uh, the uh, the, the Lightning are, are the side here. I mean, it's going up against uh, the, the Bruins here, or the, rather, the Bruins are, are are getting the money early on. But uh, uh, for the side, no, no play there. I think I kind of like the the under at uh, plus one hundred two here, or uh, what do you say, minus one ten, whatever, whatever it was uh, around six. Um, yeah, I, I like both goalies to, to play a good game. Like. The big thing for me is watching the Bruins against the Pens game. That was one of the sloppiest games of the year. I think it said it was the highest scoring first period in the in the season so far. And the Bruins just looked like they looked against the Panthers, just turning pucks over constantly. So for that reason, I like I like the Lightning to um, 
no, for that reason, I like the Bruins to button it down. <laughs> Getting my teams mixed up here. <laughs> Bruins, the coaching staff has to be looking at it, like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And then for that reason, the uh, I think the Bruins button it down. But still, I, I don't want to play for the side. Lean to the lean to the Lightning, but the uh, stronger play would be the under. Uh, I think the Bruins just just get it done. Like Swayman too. Like that was his worst game of the season, I think, against the Penguins. That if you if he plays in this one, I expect him to bounce back strong. Um, a lot of faith in the coaching staff too, not not to uh, um, pull him for Allmark after letting in four four goals there, and they, they weren't good goals either. So I, I think we get some better goals in from the Bruins, but I can't back him here. So it's just gonna be under six. All right, heading out of the 7 p.m. time slot, we got the New York Rangers against the Montreal Canadiens, Le Habitat du Montreal, a Blue Blanc et Rouge game itself is at the Bell Center in Montreal here. Uh, New York on the money line at minus 218. Habs on the money line sitting at plus 180. Big home dogs here. Uh, Rangers on the puck line at minus one and a half sitting at plus 105. The over under is at six, both or sorry, overpaid off minus 122. The under plus 102 here. Dude, I don't know what it's been, but every time I've been watching these Habs lately, they've just been getting bitch slapped around, and then I'll go and I'll fade them, and then they'll just like win a game or keep it close or something. So that's uh, that's a little toughy. With that being said, dude, this Rangers team is absolutely the real deal with a 13-5-1 record on the road here. Uh, come on, dude. They're awesome. They're ninth in the league when it comes to scoring goals. They're firing on all cylinders here. They're great when it comes to defending goals. They're only averaging uh, 2.73 against per game here. You got to be on the Rangers. How do you bet them? Maybe regulations, probably sitting at like maybe minus 160 or something probably a little bit of juice on that but i still don't hate that play uh the puck line maybe is an option at plus 105 this team's scoring a lot and the habs are giving up a lot of goals team totals probably got to be a good look i don't know if that's sitting at like four uh so maybe something like that over under in this game i'm leaning towards the over man like i know montreal hasn't been scoring a lot but you look at this team on paper and like they got guys, dude. Like fucking Suzuki's a stud. Although Devor- I think Dvorak went down, he's out, so that sucks. Uh, for personal, personal, yeah, that's a kick in the pills offensively for this team here. But they still got a couple guys that can put the biscuit in the basket from an offensive side of thing. Cole Caulfield, I was expecting to see a bit more from him uh this year from an offensive point of view i think he only has like seven or eight goals or something like that slavkowski all the habs fans keep saying oh he's looking great he's developing it's a project player this guy's first overall dude you better start getting his shit together um but yeah i'm leaning towards the over at this because it's at six if it was at six and a half maybe i'd be a bit more hesitant but the push is in play so rangers team total rangers regulation maybe puck line and give me the over yeah, I don't have too much for this. I guess if anything, I, I'd take the Rangers puck line there at plus odds, plus one hundred five. Their their last uh, four for four of the last five wins against against bad teams. They beat the Blackhawks four one, Lightning five one, Capitals five one, and, and beat the Leafs five two. So not not just a bad team against the Blackhawks the last time out. Canadians, though, I think this could be a spot where you know. Last night, they were in a bad spot coming back from that long road trip, got embarrassed by Buffalo. I think maybe they, they get up for this game a little bit uh, on a Saturday night at, at home. Uh, don't want to get embarrassed again. So if anything, I, w- I would take the Rangers puck line just to get those plus odds. Um, for the total, probably a, a slight lean to the over, but neither of those are, are really strong plays for me. I kind of lean to the Habs here. I'd like a little bit more if you don't look at their – Penalty kill number, second last in the league, and they're going against the second best power play in the league with the Rangers. So that that's not uh, too encouraging. Uh, for that reason, I think the the over is the best way to play this. Um, yeah, lean lean to the Habs here, just uh, backing them after getting embarrassed against the Sabers in the last one. And you know the the Rangers, 
I don't think that they should be this big of favorites, to be honest. But anyway, over six, even at a, at a six, I think that we'll see goals in this one. So, yeah, I think we, we could easily see seven plus. Saturday night against the Rangers, original six teams in the Bell Center. That arena is going to be buzzing no matter how shit the Habs are, man. So it'll it'll be a fun game. Um, okay, moving to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Minnesota Wild against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself was in Columbus here. Uh, Minnesota on the money line at minus 135. Jackets on the money line at plus 115. Over under sitting at six. Overpaying off minus 125. The under plus 105. Uh, it has been a shit show in Minnesota as of late. They're currently on a four-game losing streak here. Uh, but this has got to be a get-up spot, eh? Like this team, we talked about it. Uh, I personally kind of had them missing playoffs from the very get-go, and we're starting to see that a little bit. Uh, injuries, Kapril Kaprizov out with an upper body injury. Philip Gustafson not playing, especially since he was on an absolute heater when he was playing. That sucks. Uh, Fleury's numbers leave a little bit to be desired, but you know what I like about Marc-Andre Fleury, man, is the guy competes, but the guy has fun. And I'll tell you what's not fun is losing to Columbus. So uh, I'm expecting Fleury to show up tomorrow and have a solid performance for this team um yeah i'll i'll take uh i'll take the wild i know there's six ten and two on the road here man but i'm sorry this columbus team is just fucking terrible so i'm more so fading the jackets here than i am giving my faith into minnesota uh but i think even with uh, a couple of those stars out like we talked about they still have a have a better team than the jackets here man so give me minnesota over under in this game Kind of tough because both teams give up a shitload of goals and neither team really scores a lot. It's kind of hovering in the middle. I think six is the right number here. Um, I'm going to go under, dude. Let's see Fleury have a day here. You know, give me a Mark. And you know what? Fuck it. Give me a Mark Andre Fleury shutout. Add that to the card, too, whatever that's paying off. Maybe like plus 600 or something. I'm going to I'm gonna be on that. More Let's than go that. flower. <laughs> Does he have any this year? He's got no shutouts this year. Well, this is the best time to get one. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Yeah, you, you look at this game, you're like, okay, Minnesota's the better team. I don't know, why are they only minus 135? And then you remember they have those injuries. Caprizov's out, uh, Zuccarello's out, Spurgeon's out now, uh, Brodine's been out for almost a month now, Gustafson, like you mentioned. So it is flurry in that, but Columbus Columbus isn't good. They, they just beat my Flyers, but they're they're not, not really a good team here. So yeah, I think you still have to take the wild at minus 135. But what I like better here is the under six at plus 105. Uh, the Wild have scored two goals or fewer in four straight games uh, since the break. The, yeah, and Columbus has gone under in five of their past seven, I believe, when I counted earlier. So see a low-scoring game here. So if, you, if, I'm, if I'm getting plus 105 on the under six, I'll take that, and I'll take the Wild here to bounce back at minus 135. Yeah, on DraftKings, the team total under zero and a half is uh, oh. 10 to 1. So, ten to one for a flurry. All for right. a flurry shout out. Um, Let's go. Yeah, but for this one, I I got nothing really. Uh, Wild are the better team still, even without Kaprizov and Brodine and all these other guys. But uh, it's it's tough. I mean, they're not playing good hockey now. Like they're playing like they did uh, towards the earlier part of the year. And the Blue Jackets, you know, they're, they're feisty. You know, they just came off of an emotional win against the Flyers. Maybe that's a bit of a hangover, but. Nah, I, I can't back either side here. I'm, I'm staying away from that. Uh, I'll just trust in Ryan. He saw this team last, the Blue Jackets, in person. Uh, I guess I'll lean to the under six as well. But, yeah, just, just fading the wild offense, basically. So, Amy, what, what, let's check what the Blue Jackets uh, shutout is. Uh, it's going to be 13 to one. Uh, I don't know if, that, if that's high enough. But <laughs> that's my lane. 13 to one for the wild not to score. <laughs> 
Um, all right. We are brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Uh, the Game Time app experience is great. They have those flash deals and last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event. And you get the images of your seat views before you arrive, so you know exactly what to expect. Uh, you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you are set. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, moving to the 7 p.m. time slot again. There are so many games at 7. Holy shit. We got a Buffalo Sabres against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh here. Uh, Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 136. Pittsburgh on the money line sitting at minus 162. Over under at 6.5. Over paying off minus 130. The under plus 110. Jolie, what's going to go on with the Penguins here? Are they going to get a big dub over the Sabres or what? Fuck yeah, man. We're, we're all aboard the Penguins train now, man. This team is rolling. This is what we expected. We kind of expected. No, I didn't bet them either way. That's my penguin noise. I was honestly, I was wondering. I was actually trying to like communicate a penguin noise last night in the chat. I don't know what the fuck a penguin makes. But I, I didn't even try, but that was uh, that was that was pretty good. Um, I'm not gonna try to mimic that, but uh, the, the the point is, the penguins are rising. They, you know, they can't fly, but they're rising, and they're gonna beat the Sabres team. Uh, I'm pretty confident about that. I know they just came off a big win against the uh, against the Bruins, but uh, Sabres also, you know, big win against the the, the Habs coming back home here. Uh, rather two Pittsburgh, uh, yeah, Penguins are they they third in the league in, in scoring chances. They haven't exactly been converting them, but they have got the power play going finally. Uh, they should have had two in the last one, um, but one was like one or two seconds after the uh, penalty expired, so it's it's a, a default um, de facto power play goal and yeah they, they've 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 they fixed the power play like they, they've figured it out eric carlson is playing better offensively he's better play he's playing better defensively thanks to mike sullivan getting through to his head not to just like turn the puck over every other time he tries to leave the zone uh something that the sharks never figured out how to communicate to him and yeah he's he's finally fitting to the system and that that's that's worked for this Penns team i think that they they, they keep going here uh, of course, Crosby goal and two assists in the last game. That's good, good news for us. And yeah, I think the Pens keep rolling here, dominate this one. Just a much better team, a lot bigger stakes. Sabers, I think uh, that their season is is pretty much over. And yeah, Penguins roll here, lean to the over. Uh, Ryan. Ryan is muted. Ryan is muted. Yeah, <laughs> Penguins have been uh, great, great recently. We got the uh, big win in Boston uh, on on 
Thursday night. They had a three-game winning streak before losing in Washington. We talked about it last show. Like they, they probably should have won that game in Washington. So I mean, they, they've they've been playing extremely well recently. Won seven of their past ten. Buffalo got a big win there in Montreal. They're feeling good. But looking at their injury report, they got two guys questionable with an illness: Greenway and Alex Tuck. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's. Yeah, I just think the the Penguins have a lot more to play for. They're the better team here. So I think minus 162 is a good line. I also like them on the puck line. Uh, Plus 154, 13 of their 19 wins have been by at least two goals. And for the Sabres, 14 of their 23 losses have been by at least two goals. Um, That includes four overtime losses. So I think the Penguins are able to get it done here by margin at home at uh, plus 154. Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you guys. Too. Like Pittsburgh has been playing some awesome hockey as of late. Uh, they're another one of those teams that are absolutely in the little the little battle for playoffs when it comes to the uh, the Eastern Conference here. And because they're in the Metro, there's a lot more spots that seem to be a bit more open for them. So they're going to want to get as many points as they can. Um, Buffalo, on the other hand, yes, they had a big comeback win the other day. Or not comeback win, a nice solidified win against uh, the Habs. With that being said, though, this is a team that's kind of been uh, struggling a little bit, to say the least. And another thing, too, this is a team that's currently battling some illness. It looks like Alex Tuck is day-to-day with illness. Jordan Greenway, day-to-day with illness. Uh, Once a bug gets in a dressing room and it's hard to get out, I will preface this with a bit, you know, just saying right here, Buffalo's not that far away from Toronto and everybody in Toronto is fucking sick lately. I had COVID in the middle of December as well. So uh, I'm just saying maybe there's something going around in this Buffalo dressing room, right? These are the guys that are missing the game because of their sick, but who's playing the game and feeling like shit. We don't really get that information, right? So um, yeah, I love Pittsburgh in this game. Like you guys mentioned, minus 162 is a little bit of juice, but I don't hate it. Uh, the puck line, like Ryan said, that's a, that's a play you can look at as well. Plus 154. If you're looking for something in the middle, take them in regulation, dude. You can probably get that number at about maybe even or minus 105 or something. Uh, Pittsburgh, eight of their past 10 wins have been in regulation. And then with Buffalo on the other side, eight of their last 10 losses have been in regulation as well. So, uh, I'm looking towards the Penguins in regulation in this game over under, um, do, do, do. We, we, no, no, no. we got another insight into a Leafs fan there. Like, even fucking viruses are, I'm just are saying, uh, orbiting not, Toronto. It's, it's only in Toronto. Sick in Toronto. <laughs> that well, must know, be it, the reason why the Sabres close. are sick. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's close. Like, and there's a lot of back and forth between, you know what it is? Niagara Falls, bro. Right in the fucking middle. People in Toronto are going to Niagara all the time. People in Buffalo are crossing the border to go over to Canada and shit like this. It's a thing, man. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. The hubris. The hubris of the Leafs. It's like if people in Seattle were getting sick. You know, you get in Vancouver, it could have like a sickness. Nobody would make that connection. (laughs) You can connect it too. I'm just saying. So, uh, (laughs) uh, over under in this game. Tristan Jari's been playing lights out. Buffalo themselves, they've been uh, having a tough time scoring. I'm going to lean towards the under six and a half, a plus 110 here. Um, I could see this being like a six goal game or something, 4 2 or 5 1 or something. So give me the uh, under and give me the Penguins regulation. Maybe we need to build a wall up north to keep the uh, keep the virus. Out I would love to build a wall, and none of you American pieces of shit to ever step foot in our uh, our country too. Which our country sucks as well. We can't even get a fucking internet together. So don't get me started on that. But uh, yeah, just you know, just keep, keep all you Yankees the hell out of here. We don't want you anyways. Nobody does. Um, <laughs> we'll take Austin Matthews though. He can stay. All right, uh, moving to the seven p.m. time slot. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the New Jersey Devils here. Game itself is in New. 
jersey. Uh, Devils on the second end of a back-to-back here. Canucks are plus 102 on the money line. Devils minus 122. Over-unders is 6.5. Overset minus 115. The under minus 102 here, man. This line has me a little curious. Like, I, I know the Canucks haven't been – like, they've – I don't want to say they've been playing bad lately, but like uh, they're not as good as they were when they were on an absolute heater to start the season. With that being said, this is a team that's fucking been a lot of fun to watch. Yes, they're a better team at home than they are on the road here, but the, the Devils are barn burners when it comes to ro- or home games. And, you know, New Jersey on the second end of a back-to-back, I imagine we'll be seeing Akira Schmid, and fuck, he hasn't been anything to write home about going against Thatcher Demko. I love the Canucks in this spot, a plus 102 here. Uh, this is a team that's first in the league when it comes to scoring goals, man, averaging 3.76 four per game and they're fourth in the league when it comes to goals against you know sitting at 2.55 against per game um i I love the canucks every which way here man give me them at plus 102 fuck i might even sprinkle them in regulation try and do boost those odds up a little bit here as far as over under goes in this game i'm definitely leaning towards the over uh the devils can't keep the puck out of the net dude it's bad uh, they're not even letting in a lot of shots on goals, but when it comes to opportunity, they've just been fucking terrible, man. They're giving up two-on-ones, three-on-ones, bad breaks, breakaways, you know, so shit like that. It comes into play uh, all over the Canucks, and then give me the over. Yeah, love, love the Canucks here. Still at plus odds, plus 102. I'm sure that's going to be coming down a lot uh, as people realize the Devils are on a back-to-back, and they're awful on, on, on a back-to-back. They are one, uh, six and one this season including losses to Anaheim, San Jose, St. Louis, Washington, and Arizona. So now playing a team like the Canucks, who are one of the top teams, if not the top team in the West, I think getting the Canucks at, at plus odds here, coming off a loss is, is, is a good look. Uh, Devils dealing with a few injuries to Timo Meyer, Andre Palat. Uh, Hamilton's still out, obviously. And the Canucks are, are mostly healthy, at least their their top players are. So I like the Canucks here a lot at plus 102 and also take that over 6.5 at minus 115. Could maybe even go for an alt total too here. There was a, we saw a six-five uh, Devils win in Vancouver back in December. So the Canucks in the over. Yeah, Shark in the chat, of course, very active guy there. Uh, notes that he he saw my my Canucks glass here. Cheers to the the fish there. But uh, he's asking if I own more Canucks gear than Avalanche gear now. And then no, no, I don't. But you know what? Every Canucks gear I have, every every Canucks merch I have is all free. Because that's what happens when you live in Vancouver. You just get uh, shit given to you for free. And yeah. After this game, this game though, I mean, we, we, this is the Hughes Bowl. Quinn Hughes, Jack Hughes, Luke Hughes, we're all going at it. Um, there's going to be uh, a lot of goals scored here. We're going to see some points from all of them. We're going to see some shots from all of them. Jack Hughes had a terrible game against the, the Capitals. Still won the game, thankfully. And I think that he's been saving up his energy for this one to go against his, his older brother. Um, show them who's the, who's the bigger, the bigger, who's boss. Um, yeah, I like, I like Hughes props in this one. It worked out great in the first one, the six, five game. And, uh, we're, we're going to go back to the well with that, but uh, more importantly, just, just take the over here with, with the devils playing the Blackhawks tonight. I don't think that they're going to be too, too amped for this one, but they'll be amped for the, to play the Canucks here, uh, with, with all the, you know, the, the Hughes family in tow. So, I love the over here for the side. Uh, can't pick a side. I, I think that the, this line is is kind of wrong. In fact, I, if anything, I would take the Devils. But no, more importantly, just just take the over. Both teams, team totals over even. Or uh, Quinn Hughes, Jack Hughes, Luke Hughes, props. That that's the way I'm going. 
Hughes line is it anyways? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, moving down to the APM time slot. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself was in Carolina here. St. Louis on the money line sitting at plus 160. Canes on the money line, uh, minus 192. Over-under sitting at 6.5, over minus 115. The under minus 105. Carolina on the second night of a back-to-back. Obviously, they are in Washington today. Is that far away, Washington to Carolina? Is that far travel-wise, Ryan? No, not really. I, I, I can look up the flight details if, if you want. No, we don't need that. That's okay. I'm just, I don't really know American geography, so I was just curious. Oh, it's uh, very close. It's close. Okay. Well, there you go. That's good to know. Uh, yeah, I, I like Carolina in this game. It's funny because I'm against them losing to Washington tonight, but that's just more so based off home and away record, I guess. So um, this team has been lights out at home. Do 10-3-3. Three, three. St. Louis, they're, they're coming back down to earth for that hot start that we saw. Jordan Bennington's numbers are regressing. There you go, Joel. Enjoy that. Um, so, yeah, the Canes minus 192. Definitely a bit of juice to play here, but uh, I, I don't hate it, man. Uh, and as far as over-under goes in this game, do Carolina starting to put the biscuit in the basket a little bit, dude. They're averaging 3.38 goals again or goals for per game here. Both teams are kind of in the middle of the pack when it comes to defensive play. I'm kind of leaning towards the under six and a half here, dude. Like uh Florida's or not Florida, sorry, St. Louis is having a tough time putting the puck in the net. Um, so yeah, give me the under six and a half and then give me the canes, even though it's a lot of juice, minus 192. Yeah, we got, got Kachukov tonight, so it's going to be Antiranta uh, tomorrow, who has not been nearly as good in net. So that's really the only thing kind of giving me pause here, taking the Canes. I do think minus 192 might be a bit high, so I'll do a classic Joel, wait and see what, what happens tomorrow, wait for this line to come down a bit. Yeah, it's the Blues on the road. You, you got to fade them on the road, 7-11-1. Uh, Hurricanes are 10-3-3 three, and three at home. And like I said, said last night, I think they're turning the corner here. They've, they've won four in a row. Uh, they should win tonight, hopefully, so... Yeah, I think the Canes here would be the side, but I'd probably wait for that to come down or just take them in regulation. Uh, and I would like the under six and a half at minus 105. Uh, St. Louis can't score very much in Carolina. You know, they've been getting, getting more scoring now that Desmetrikov's back, but I think it's going to be a, a lower scoring game here. So the Canes and the under. I don't like to do this, but uh, I did grab a huge blues price like uh, yesterday morning. Oh. But really... I, I'm get, I'm waiting to get out of it. Uh, I want to bet the Hurricanes real badly here. So yes, Ryan is right. I want to wait uh, till we get a better price here and then monitor. What price did price. you get? Plus two fifty on the Blues. Oh, oh, Jesus <laughs> yeah, if you find these off market books, like uh, it's easy to make money. Uh, you know, until they ban you and limit you, whatever. And but uh, for the most part, you know, unless you're spending like hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars, even. Or they wouldn't want to let you bet that much. But anyway, there's a good way to make money. Just find these little books that let, that let you bet. And then, then you just uh, to put the money in the account. And then you, you make the bets. It's not that yeah, that's how it works. That's how gambling yeah. works, Joel. You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm, no, this is, a, this is a strategy for people out there. You just wait for like two mm-hmm. hours before the game. Oh, I'm going to make a bet now. After yeah. the line's already sharp. And the, 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 the best advice I can give you is just monitoring the line movement over, over you know multiple days even. But yeah, for this one at this current number, I'm I like the Hurricanes still minus one ninety two. Uh, they're just a much better team. Blues on the road are not good. Uh, even that game against the Canucks was kind of fortunate at home. Uh, they just got the lucky bounces there. Uh, Canucks were unfortunate not to score more than one goal. Uh, one of the few times this season they haven't. Uh, and yeah, Hurricanes are, are are finding it now. Like they're they're more of the team that we expected to be at the start of the year. 
And yeah, I, I wouldn't be even surprised if they challenged the Rangers for the division at the end of the year. So if, if you you know find like a six to one for the Hurricanes to win the division, I don't hate that. I haven't done it myself, but I've been eyeing it because I do think that the Rangers will regress a bit and the Hurricanes keep getting stronger and we could have a dogfight at the end of the year. Plus, I've got the fucking 125, 170 to one of the Flyers. I'm, I'm trying to capture the <laughs> That's another reason. Um, uh, so yeah, the, the Hurricanes for me all day long. For the total, uh, if like Joel Hofer's actually been really good lately for the Blues. Bennington, not so much, but... Yeah, this one case where the, the goaltending matters. Um, so if, if it's Hofer, I do not want the over. If it's Bennington, I kind of do want the over. So that, that's the way I'm leaning there. But right now, Hurricanes and regulation, I think, are the best play, best way to play it, like around minus 125. You're such an asshole with that comment. Oh, my God. Um, all right. Moving you, don't, you don't even chat the, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the qualifier. Just I'm such an asshole. Yeah, you're just such an asshole. Straight up as that. You're right. Why are we even doing anything else? Uh, all right. Moving down to the APM time slot here. We got the Nashville Predators against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Uh, Nashville on the money line sitting at plus 150. Uh, Dallas on the money line at minus 180 at home. Over under sitting at six and a half. Over at plus 105. The under minus 125 here, man. Uh, Wedgwood, Scott Wedgwood, obviously with Jake Ottinger, he's still day to day battling that lower body injury. Um, that's going to be a nagging injury, man. I think it was his groin or something like that. And that is such a bitch for a goalie to get back into shape. Uh, Wedgwood, although he has a good record, man, 11, three and three, his numbers are a little scary due to 3.11 goals against average and a 0.897 save percentage here. Um, why am I seeing Kevin Lankinen expect for this game? Is Saros like hurt or some shit that I don't know about? There's a bunch of games on Sunday. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I don't. Yeah, they're not playing. I don't know if that's true or not. So I'm going to be looking for goaltending. Honestly, man, if UC Saros is playing this game here, I might take the Preds a little bit, dude. They're nine seven and one uh, on the road this year. The Stars are good at home, twelve six and two. But Scott Wedgwood leaves a lot to be desired here. Um, the thing about this this Stars team, they're kind of middle of the pack when it comes to everything, dude, which can be kind of deadly. It reminds me a lot of Vegas last year. You know, they're middle of the pack when it comes to shots on goals. When it comes to shots on goals allowed, goals allowed. Um, the one thing that they do do is they don't take a lot of penalty minutes, so maybe that would kind of help the cause here a little bit. But uh, this is. This is kind of closer to a pick'em to me, so maybe I'm stupid saying that. But if you're going to give me the the Preds at plus one fifty, I might have to take them. I will be looking to see who's playing in net. And as far as over under goals, again, that all depends on who's in net. So just disregard everything I fucking said. And if Saros is playing this game, then just bet the shit out of the Preds in the under. Yeah, neither team plays Sunday, so it's not a back to back. Also, this line has moved quite a bit since you uh, took this screenshot. For I did the screenshot at five. 35. I don't know if the Haskinen news came out after that, but the Stars are now down to minus 162 mm. with the Preds at plus 136, which is, I feel like, closer mm-hmm. to, to what it should be. Uh, Haskinen's out? Haskinen's out. Yeah, we out with the Stars. All right. Well, <laughs> behind the curtain, that's my dogs, the Predators, but the, with the Haskinen news, that, that's fine. I mean, I'll take the plus 136. I'll, I'll change that in this sheet. You can, keep it a, you can keep it at 150 if you want. That's what we, no, had. That's what we all went off of. No, no, no. It's not fair. All right. Yeah. I, I, I still feel like I, I want to lean Dallas's way here, though, at minus 162. No, 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 no Haskinen are two big losses here, but I don't know. They, they've been they've been good at home. They, they've they, they played the Avs tough. They, I don't know. They, they, Wins against the two wins against the Blackhawks, though, lost against the Blues. Nashville's been a good team, but they burned me a few times, including against the Flames on Thursday. There, 
So this is probably just turning into a pass game for me, but I would lean to the stars and then I no play on the total. I like the Preds here. I know they had a bad game against the Flames, but they've been hot lately. They've been hot for um, basically since the start of the year where they, they started so slowly. But Andrew Burnett's got them playing the right way now. Um, they familiarized themselves with the system. They're they're pretty healthy. And UC Saros is playing excellent. I don't know why Lankina would be projected to start this game. The, the Preds don't play until Tuesday, I believe. Uh, yeah, Tuesday against at home against the Ducks. So I don't know why Saros would not play this one. Yeah, I love the Preds here, even at the reduced price here, plus 136. And, yeah, the Stars just, uh, I don't, we're not really buying them right now. They, they, they're awesome offensively, which is why I like the over as well. Um, but right now, they, they can't keep the puck out of their own net. Uh, goaltending's been suspect. You know, they, they they were able to stop the blue the, the Blackhawks, the Blues, and the Blackhawks again from scoring multiple goals. But uh, against better teams, uh, not so much. And the Predators, I think, do have one of the better offenses in the division. So, yeah, I like the Preds here and the over. Boys, I think I got to look for this game if you're wondering, too. Let's hear it. What do we know? Gentlemen, I should say. Gentlemen. <sighs> what do we know about a lot of stars lately? You know, a lot of stars in Hollywood. What do we know what's going on <laughs> in Hollywood? I was thinking we, of the galaxies. <laughs> I, I see where you're going. <laughs> we know that a lot of stars in the world of Hollywood <laughs> – have been getting in trouble and they've been getting beat up by their predatorial ways, which means we got an Epstein Island game here. If you're not on the predators here taking down the stars, then you're getting fucked. And what's going to happen is the stars are taking themselves down because they're a bunch of nasty predators. So that's cool. If you didn't love Nashville, uh, what we say plus one thirty-five or whatever already, you should be all over them now based off that. Let's go Epstein Island game. <laughs> um, okay, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot. We have the New York Islanders against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas here. Uh, I'm seeing on the score Vegas minus 155 on the money line. The Islanders on the money line of plus 135. The over under is at uh, six minus 115 uh, for the over minus 105 on the under here, man. Um. This Islanders team, dude, I never know what to make of them. Like, they just started scoring lately. They're putting the biscuit in the basket. They're, they're sitting around league middle. Both teams are. Um, any word on Aiden Hill yet? Is he still fucking just out? Like, is this guy ever going to play again? Another week, I think. Oh, my God. I, I'm sorry, dude. Ilya Sorokin hasn't been great. Obviously, uh, Samuel Varlamov is day-to-day with a lower body injury. He's got a broken Russian dick. Um I, I, I'm sorry, dude. I can't bet Logan Thompson. I can't do it. I'm so done with betting this guy. Every time I do, he just lays an absolute shit right in the middle of his crease every time he plays. So, uh, although I think Vegas is the better team, I think Vegas should win this game. I, I sometimes you just a man has to have a code, you know. And my code is just staying the hell away from Logan Thompson. So give me the Islanders. Uh, what did I say? A plus one thirty-five or something like that. I'll be on them as far as over/under in this game. I'm expecting goals, bro. Like both goaltenders have been kind of suspect. Uh, both teams have been letting in goals. Maybe not so much Vegas on their overall total, uh, but let's face it, Logan Thompson stinks. Uh, so give me the over six, and then give me the Islanders on the money line. Yeah, this is mostly a pass game for me, but apparently Aiden Hill did return to practice today, which uh, no guarantees, but it sounds like he could be an option to play uh, next week, according to Jesse Granger of The Athletic there. So that's a good sign for our Aiden Hill for Vesna future bets here. Um, I, I want to take the Knights here, but I think I feel like it's it's too big of a line there around minus, minus 150, minus 155, 13-4-2 at home. 
just lost to the cats at home. They they haven't been great recently overall, but they've been they've been good at home. And the Islanders have been bad on the road, eight, six, and four. Islanders haven't been great overall, 18, 10, and 10. So maybe maybe look for an overtime in this game. I know Vegas doesn't go to overtime too often, but um, yeah, I would lean to Vegas in the under just to hope they 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 get get their uh act together a bit, but not a strong lean either way. Yeah, kind of feeling the same way about this one. Um, Islanders, yeah, the, 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 kind of kicking and clicking into gear here. They were uh, right in that game with the Avalanche. Uh, bit unlucky not to get uh, the two points there, and then yeah, they, they kind of bullied the Coyotes, who didn't really present much of a threat to them. Um, yeah, and the Knights. Meanwhile, they are uh, on a what a four or five game losing streak. Uh, it's not looking good for them lately. Uh, they're no longer the favorites to win the division. Fortunately, Canucks and the Kings are ahead of them. And, but I think that they can get back on track with this one. Uh, Islanders, you know, third, the third game of the road trip or the fourth game? I think it's the third game. But uh, usually you want to look at the fourth game to to fade a team when once they're getting kind of weary and tired of them, especially if they're winning games. They're not to, um, this, is, this is the fourth game. Yes, this is the this fourth, is the fourth, and fourth, final, game. fourth okay. and final game, yeah. That makes me like it even more, especially with them playing in Vegas after a few wins here or uh, two two wins. Uh, the, the, you know, you go to Vegas, you go to celebrate. Vegas, meanwhile, you know they live in the suburbs. They're not living around the strip. They're not partying. They're getting ready to go to war. So yeah, I like the Knights <laughs> here to take advantage of the Islanders who will likely be hungover. Um, then I haven't been back in the Knights so much this year, but I think this is a good spot for them. Also, like the over six minus one fifteen. I think uh, the Knights' <laughs> defenses is pretty shambolic after the Shea Theodore injury and, uh, of course, Aiden Hill injury. So, yeah, I think that's a low total for uh, for a Knights game. Even even the game against the Panthers, where there were only five goals in it, there, were, there should have been a lot more on both sides. Knights should have scored at least two. Panthers should have scored at least five. So, I like the over six as well. All right, here, man. Moving down to the final game on the slate, the 10 p.m. time slot. We got the Canada Senators against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton here. Edmonton here. Uh, Canada on the money line sitting at plus 164. Edmonton on the money line at minus 198. The over under sitting at seven. Holy shit. Both over under paying off minus 110. Uh, Ryan, why don't you close us out here, buddy? What do we got going on between Edmonton and Canada? Yeah, I got I got to fade the hell out of out of the Sens right now, especially especially against the Oilers. Oilers are, are red hot. They've won uh, six in a row. Connor McDavid is back on his game, back to being the Hart Trophy favorite at some books here. Uh, yeah, they've won six in a row. Three of their last four wins have been by at least two goals. Four of those wins overall have been by at least two goals. Nottawa's just been getting blown out. Lost in Seattle, uh, 4-1. Lost in Vancouver, 6-3. Lost to the Devils, 6-2. Uh, lost in Colorado, 6-4. So they've been losing by, by quite a bit here. So give me the Oilers uh, here on the money line, minus 198. On the puck line, plus 120. Give me the Oilers team totals. Give me a McDavid over one and a half points because this guy's just on fire right now. So, yeah, Edmonton every which way here. Uh, bet this before the line goes up too much. I think the puck line is is the most valuable play at uh, plus one twenty. I'm not sure if we'll see the line move up so much. We'll we'll see about that. But I'm done with the Senators. Tired of losing money on their stupid team. Um, so I'm just backing off this one entirely. But I kind of like the over seven. Like I know Jacques Martin, he preaches more like a defensive system, but it takes a while for that to to take effect. And you know the, the Senators do have a good power play still. So I think we could see some power play goals in this one. Maybe just the power play props would be the way to play this. Um, but yeah, I 
just give me goals. And so I don't give a fuck who wins. Uh, you bring up the like, yes, like Jacques Vallée preaches a defensive system. Look at this Ottawa roster. Who on this team is going to step up and be like, let's play some defense? You know, like maybe Brady Kachuk, Claude Giroux. Yes, he's older though. Like, uh, that's, you know, that's it. Like, I'm sorry. This team is not built properly, in my opinion. We don't got their def- their defensemen, I think, are top five in defensemen scoring. So it's even the defenders are, are scoring. That's goals. what I'm saying. But that's my point, right? Exactly. Like even your, when your defensemen are scoring fucking goals all the time, how about you guys work on fucking the defensive side of the game, bro? Like that's clearly the problem. You guys, your goalie can't make a fucking save. You got to help him out somehow. Like, I don't know. Like in this game, I'm I'm kind of with Ryan, dude. I'm expecting to see a bit of money coming on Edmonton here, dude. So, uh, or this minus one ninety eight, maybe that's a lot of juice. I kind of like that puck line play a lot at plus one twenty. So I'll be I'll be stepping into that one here. Um, what's can I find like a line that's like McDavid over five points in this game or something? Like if we can find something stupid like that, take it because this guy's just gonna be absolutely unhinged uh, playing against the Senators here, man. Uh, Corpus Sal, dude, this is a tough goal. I always kind of liked this guy when he was over there in uh, back in Columbus days and shit, but he has been miserable. 3.60 goals against average, 0.889 save percentage. And the Oilers are buzzing, dude. Five-game winning streak here. Obviously, probably, I don't want to jinx it, but probably they're going to make it six here, man. And the, the NHL is a better place when the Edmonton Oilers are having success with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. So uh, it's good to see. I think that's going to continue in this game. They're going to roll every which way possible. Give me the Oilers uh, team total. Give me the Oilers on the puck line, maybe even minus 198, maybe a regulation play. Um, yeah, uh, I think the, I think the over is fine because like the Sens, we talked about it. They're an offensive team, but they do have talent there, so they should be able to score a couple goals here. Uh, Low-key, though, Jeff Skinner – or not Jeff Skinner. What is it? Stuart Skinner has been playing some good fucking hockey lately, man. Like, I know that his numbers were so fluctuated from the start of the year just because how bad he's playing. But the fact that he's dropped his goals against average down to a 2.83, he has a good game tomorrow. Or, uh, he can probably bring his save percentage back to around 900 or so. Um, you know, this, this guy's actually been playing better – than we was earlier, which isn't hard to do, I guess, right? But uh, yeah, Edmonton, man, you guys, you got something going on here the right way. So let's go, Oilers. Fuck the Sens. Uh, shout out my boy Shark. He had some nice comments about how bad the Sens were. Not Shark, sorry, Archer the other day. Shout out my boy Shark too. I love you. But shout out my boy Archer for for talking about how shitty the Sens were in the Discord the other day. That made me happy. So that oh yeah, of defeat. <laughs> Always yeah, feel well, <laughs> it's not even that. I don't even care when it lost. I just love when people that were like, oh, the Sens are awesome. The Sens are awesome. And then they finally admit, yeah, this team stinks. So there you go. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Let's go, Stuart Skinner since uh, November 24th, 13 games, 11 and 2, 27 goals against. It's just over two per game, uh, 923 save percentage. So yeah, that's he's pretty been fucking good, man. He's been good. He's been great. Damn right. Um, all right. That's it, boys. Consensus plays. What do we got here? Uh, not not too many here. We have the the Leafs on the puck line minus one ten. Started off with that one. Uh, Lightning Bruins under six at plus one hundred. You guys both like that one more of a lean for me. And then I, I think Pittsburgh minus one sixty two against the Sabers. Love it. Crawl on them. And then uh, Carolina either minus one ninety two or regulation against the Blues. And then this over in the Senators Oilers game over seven at minus one ten. All right. Well, I love how we have like four for a three game slate. Then we get a 12 game slate. And we just got absolutely nothing. But all right. That's yeah. cool. 
Um, all right, let's move into lock dogs and totals here. Current standings, Joey's in first place, still with a record of 32, 33, and one up one whole unit, which is pretty damn good for us. Uh, myself, I got a uh, record of 27 and 39, down 17.44 units. I don't know how this happened. I couldn't hit a lock forever, but that's all changing. We're heading in the right direction. Uh, Ryan's got a record of 25 and 41, down 18.72 units. You know what, Ryan? Kick us off here, buddy. Let's get you and I got to get humming here, yo. You and I got to start getting our shit together. So let's do it. Let's start with this week. Let's go. We're both going to go six and zero. Oh. Kick us off. So uh, I'm confident I'm picking my lock or the Oilers minus one ninety eight against Ottawa. It's, it's a lot of juice there, but I, I'll, I'll pay it here. We're risking two units, so I'll, I'll win one on, on the Oilers getting it done at home against the Sens. My dog are the Lightning plus one thirty at Boston. Always tough to bet bet against uh, the Bruins at home, but I think that they're, they're fading a little bit right now, and the Lightning are. Are heating up and then the wild blue jackets under six plus 105 for my total here uh, neither is two teams can score very much maybe bet but a shutout either way if you want to 10 to 1 or 12 to 1 bet there but yeah i think under six at plus 105 is a, is a good look we're going with the penguins money line at home against the sabers penguins rising whatever sound Callan made for the penguins just no sorry just insert that here what <laughs> <laughs> that is one sick penguin. He must have caught the virus that Toronto has that, that uh, shared it with Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we're, uh, dog will be Predators money line plus one thirty six now at plus one fifty earlier in the show, but uh, with the Heskinen news, that that's pretty much the same thing. So I'm fine with that. I think they get it done against the Stars, or at least make a game of it. Um, total Canucks Devils over six and a half minus 115. The Hughes Bowl, you know, these guys are gonna be balling out, they're not gonna care about defense, they just want to score points, get their apples, get their cookies, and uh, that results in a lot of goals, dude. I'm sorry, I've been watching Toronto versus New York, uh, in the PWHL game just started, and like these chicks are fucking throwing hits, bro. Hitting's legal in this women's league, and like these chicks are crushing each other. Also, this ref just literally angled off a Toronto player and then New York scored a goal directly because of it. So even in the PWHL, the refs are fucking over Toronto. So what do you know? Um, <laughs> anyways, for my lock, yeah, or you guys can all suck it. For my lock, uh, give me Minnesota money line versus uh, Columbus minus 135 here. I think obviously Minnesota has to be a better team, but you know what? Mark Andre Fleury is getting a shutout, so it ain't even gonna matter. So let's go a wild uh, for my dog Canucks money line versus New Jersey plus one hundred two. I think we'll probably see these odds drop a little bit. People are gonna realize New Jersey's on a back to back here. I don't even understand why this is plus one hundred two to begin with. I think the Canucks are the better team, but whatever. Rick Talk, it's an absolute beauty. Love that guy. Uh, for my total Calgary Philly under six minus one fifteen. Two teams that uh. Kind of middle of the pack, a little lower when it comes to scoring goals, and two goalies that have been playing a pretty exceptional. Three goalies, I guess, if you consider both of them on uh, Philadelphia. So love the under in that game at six minus one fifteen. Uh, you guys watch any PWHL? Probably not. No, not yet though. But I, I know it is streaming on YouTube, and and yeah. some books apparently ha- may have lines up soon. So it might I've been be, uh... looking. I would love that so much. I would just go deep diving into it if that was the opportunity. I'm not going to say anything because you guys already got after me after my <laughs> comments. <laughs> Holy shit. It's it's hockey, buddy. It's hockey. That's all we'll say. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to add into the mix here, gentlemen? I think this was a pretty good, uh, pretty decent show for a 12-game slate. Uh, NFL? NFL. What you got yep, for this weekend? I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> I'm sweating <laughs> all my... <laughs> no, I got a, I got a few bets. I got a few bets. Texans, Colts over. You know, it's a Colts game. You bet the over. Um, 
few other bets, but uh, yeah, I'm basically just sweating out a few divisions. Like the Dolphins are going to throw it away against the fucking Bills that came out of nowhere. That's going to be a sweat. Uh, I got the Jags. I need the Jags to win, and I think Houston to lose. Yes, yes. Anyone but Houston, please. I really hope the Colts win and the Jags win. Minshew mania, baby. Let's fucking go, Joel. You and me, buddy. Fucking right. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and what else we got? We got the – yeah, Bills-Dolphins on Sunday night. That's going to be a killer game for the division. That'll be uh, excellent. Hopefully the the, the Dolphins finally beat a good team, and they've been kind of fraudulent all year in that respect. Yeah, Saints, they have a chance to win the division yet. Uh, I just have to hope the Buccaneers lose to the Panthers, which isn't likely. Um, nah, man. It's all about the postseason now, this stupid week 18. Uh, we're just going to survive it and hope that the, the preseason bets work out well. We're not we're not hedging. We're not doing any of that shit. We're just going to let them ride. Let the chips fall where they may. Fucking Broncos better beat the Raiders, though. I had a lot of money in the Raiders under seven and a half. That closed like six and a half juice. And they still could beat it. Like, even after finding their fucking coach, and they still got like a bunch of wins. So, Broncos got to come through. And then they're, they're playing East, or they're, they're playing uh, George Stidham game. So, it's going to be a tough go there. But, uh, yeah. Also, Broncos over eight and a half. So, that, that, one, that one's a double double whammer. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to, yeah, it, 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 it's a bunch of shit going on in the NFL. But, yeah. Looking forward to the playoffs, most importantly. There's a couple things worth noting there, man. Like obviously, there are some games that still have value to them in meeting. So look out for those games. And look, we don't have to hear this from us. You guys know this if you're gambling on fucking football. Look for teams that have stuff on the line, playing teams that don't. Uh, one thing I will say: the Chargers are two and a half point favorites over the Chiefs right now. Hammer the Chiefs because if this fucking Charger team wins this fucking game, I'm gonna be so pissed off. We have a chance of like a top five draft pick this year right now, so we have no business winning this fucking game. Lose it outright, fucking blow it. I don't care who you play. Don't play Easton Stick. Sign fucking Ryan. Ryan, go fly out there and go play some fucking quarterbacks. Let's go flying internationally. Hell yeah, do that. Nobody's playing for the Chargers. The Chiefs don't give a shit either way. So I'm kind of liking the Chiefs plus two and a plus two and a half here in this game. Um, who's the I, who's the Chiefs backup? I don't, I don't, I don't know, know who started. Like, and it was Chad Henney for a while, but he's not playing anymore. Yeah, you know, or is he, it playing Gabbert? Is it? Uh, I'm gonna look that up. You keep talking. It might be. Okay. Uh, what else? There's something else. Oh yeah. There is a chance that the Bills miss playoffs. It is Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> okay. Blaine Gabbert. All right. That's, that's a good call. Um, there's a chance that the Bills miss playoff, and I got a bet with Galati at work at fucking 20 to 1 that the Bills miss playoffs that we made from the start of the fucking season, dude. So if this comes through, we are fading the fuck out of Buffalo. Let's go, Miami. Whoever else has to win to make sure this fucking team doesn't make it. I hate the Buffalo Bills. Everybody knows that this whole city is sick over there in Buffalo. We got That's true. That, right? So maybe there's something to it. I am, I am a dolphin tomorrow. <laughs> ah, we are dolphins, baby. Give me some penguins and the dolphins make the same noise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me some tight little joggers like Coach Fucking Daniels over here. I'm, I'm an Uso. I'm gonna get like a sweet shoulder tattoo, like Tua. Let's go, baby. We are all in on the doll. I'm gonna get some sweet like dreads or something going on, like Tyree Kill. We are dolphins tomorrow, baby. Let's go. You know what's wild? You know what's wild? There's like 
six or seven quarterbacks in the whole league who survived the whole season, and one of them is Tua. <laughs> if you had to tell me that last year, we'd be like, what the fuck? Are oh, you learned how to fall in the offseason, though. Is yeah, jujitsu. The jujitsu worked out yeah. in the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild, bro. That's wild. Anyways, let's go Miami, baby. Um, all right. I think that's pretty much good, boys. You ready to wrap this one up? Yes, sir. Okay, everybody go check out the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff in the world of sports. Uh, obviously, we got NHL. That'll be an awesome slate tomorrow. Again, shout out to USA. It kills me to do it. I hate you guys so much, but congratulations to Team America for winning gold at the World Juniors. You guys deserved it. You guys are an absolute powerhouse, and chances are you'll probably win again next year, too. That's how good your program is. Um, so yeah, we got golf century. I haven't even looked at who's leading that. I got bets, whatever. We'll get to that later. Join the discord from our golf chat. It's been an absolute blast there. Uh, what else going on? Baseball, basketball, Australian open will be happening. I think like sometime in like a week and a half or something. So we'll be touching on that a little bit by we, I mean, Joel. Um, uh, <laughs> so shout out to all that shit. You can find all the information at the SGPN website. Uh, be sure to listen to the other shows. Everyone does such a good job. I haven't shout out our boy Jeff Fox and well. Shout out Jeff Fox and the MMA Gambling Podcast. Uh, read the other articles as well. Ryan's killing it with his fantasy hockey articles. Be sure to check those out, man. He's a fucking dog. He's just fantasy dog. Arf, 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 arf. Love that. Um, so you can find all that at the SGPN website. And of course, but shout out to the Discord. Dude. The Discord is a blast. We have so much fun in there. It's fun shit. And we've been having. Ryan, I don't know if you've been getting it. I'm sure you have. We've been getting people actually reached out on Twitter like, hey, how do I get into the Discord and stuff? Yeah. You know, TMing directly. So that's awesome. We're growing. Fuck off. We're full. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> get the fuck out. We're gonna start doing a, a quota. We only take three people a month or something like that. Join the Discord and just start posting gifts. Yes, no, yes. We are no. pro gif. No, we're not. Pro gif. Let's go. We'll uh, take one at a time. We gotta. We gotta vet people who come into the Discord, right? <laughs> what are we like a college or something? You have to apply for migration, refugees. No, we gotta. <laughs> we gotta. We gotta curate and we gotta handle all, all the, um, the, the the immigration. So. Uh, yeah, join the Discord, but uh, take your time. We're gonna start seeing. We're starting taking resumes in order to get in the Discord, so we'll have to pre-approve. <laughs> yes, let's do that. <laughs> uh, all right, so shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. If you want to get in there, uh, what you can do is reach out to myself or Ryan and submit your resume through there. Uh, or what you can do is reach out to the HCP Twitter account. Uh, you can submit your resume to him. The guy that runs that sounds so fucking beauty. So let's go. Uh, we had another Dubs in the chat here, but there's still only one Dubs in our heart, baby. So come on, you know who you are. Uh, and then if you want to get in the Discord, what else you can do is uh fuck i don't know you can go to indianapolis because we got a we got a colts fan in the in the channel right now and that's our boy joel meyer because he's cheering the fuck against houston baby so let's go that's what you can do i don't know i wasn't really i'm kerfuffled right now so let's go colts that was is an that easy fair? one that was an easy one you just uh, have to submit the the excellent resume you're an avalanche yeah. fan you're a bears fan you're an lsu fan you're not going to post any gifs you're going to be very smart you're who's your favorite leafs podcaster that should be noted too gotta be kiprios yeah i'm supposed to be your favorite leafs podcaster yeah asshole. talon jenkins come on <sighs> i don't know he he's got some work to do <laughs> Oh my god. He's gotta break a couple scoops. This guy is not, I give you the, the, the sickness scoop. The illness. Right. I break the scoops scoop. all the time. I say sh- all the time. All the time. What are we talking about here? Anyways, that's how you get in the fucking Discord. 
Uh, all right. Anything else you want to plug here, Ryan? Is that good? Sweater. What's no. up with the sweater? What are we doing? Oh, yeah. The hoodie. Make sure you go to sportsroompodcast.com slash HGP. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Here's a hockey family Towns modeling it right now. And if you're still listening to this and you haven't left us a five-star rating and review, what are you, what are you doing? Leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts, and I'll read it here on the show. Give us some love for our World Juniors if you're rating the review because we had a lot of fun and we put in a lot of effort into that too. So, man, the three of us fucking killed it. So, uh, give us a little shout out for that. That'd be cool. Um, all right, guys. My name is Talon Jenkins. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins94. You can also find me sweating out uh, Toronto women's hockey just watching this game, cheering for my city, baby. Fucking, I love you, Toronto. I always will. Let's go. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at RGilbertSOP. And I'm Joel Mine. You'll find me drunk on the Discord tonight because on an empty stomach, more than half a mile run down. We're still going. We're going to finish that ball by the end of the night. Let's fucking go, United States of America. Yeah, you're going to find me on the border building a fucking wall. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace.